Hi, I'm Bruce Weinstein. And I'm Mark Scarborough, and this is the podcast Cooking with Bruce and Mark. And today, what are we making? We're making a blondie sheet cake with a maple glaze. Yay. Now, I want to say just right off the bat that we have a new book. <gasps> oh, that's even All-time favorite sheet cakes and slab pies, and, but not out yet. We're going to be on QVC with the book on September 20th. And the book will go on sale a couple weeks later. I think it goes October. That's right. And this whole book, every single thing in it is made in the same size pan, an 18 by 13 inch lipped sheet pan. Get it. You want to get that pan <laughs> so that you can make what's in this book. And no, you can't make these in 11 by 17s no. or 9 by 13s. No. These are all true sheet cakes made in a half hotel sheet pan. And you can serve a freaking crowd with this. So thing. imagine how many people can eat this blondie sheet cake. Now, what uh, the hell is a blondie sheet cake? Let's first talk about blondies. I love blondies. I think they're the most magical thing in the sheet cake yeah, world. You know what? I think that there's a divide in this country between the blondie and the brownie people. And I somehow think, and I don't have any proof for this and nobody kill me for this, but I somehow think that New Yorkers are more enamored with blondies than brownies. Well, and I'm maybe, not sure why. but you know something? That's like comparing apples and oranges. Brownies are like chewy, fudgy chocolate cake. And blondies are like soft gooey chocolate chip cookies baked in a dense cake form. They're completely different. I know. I still think it's a New Yorker thing. but <laughs> Well, at the New York Theater Workshop on East 4th Street, they always serve uh, blondies. They do. They always have blondies. I there. know. And I, I, I mean, I kind of knew what blondies were until I moved to New York. And then I found people crazed about blondies. And may, I don't know, maybe it's just my personal experience. But it, 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 whatever it is, we have to say truly that a blondie is a true all-American treat. I mean, yeah, honestly. It's, so again, it's chocolate chip cookie ingredients. Your it's, French pastry chef's pastry chefs are not making no blondies. no no they're because it's you know it's brown sugar and butter and just enough batter to hold the chocolate chips together otherwise what's the point right and it's like if you're a fan as most people are of the chewy chocolate chip cookie and i have to tell you even though mark and i like crunchy ones most people love the chewy ones you'll go nuts over this yeah um and we should say before we even start making this thing that um this is an exclusive recipe to the podcast on our website bruceandmark.com yeah. this is not found in the book nope. all-time favorite sheet cakes and slab pies this is you don't even have to have the book to get it this is in celebration of the coming book this is an exclusive recipe that we can offer here to kind of get well, excited? I don't know. We're very excited it's about this It's here, book. and it's always on our website, bruceandmark.com, along with every other recipe we do on this podcast. Do you know how long I've wanted to write this book? I grew up with sheet cakes. <laughs> You've been trying to get us I, to sell this book forever. I wanted to write a sheet cake book for years, and we finally found an editor at St. Martin's who would take it on. And Thank you, BJ. Yeah, thank you, BJ. And honestly, I, I, I believe in the sheet cake. I grew up with it. It's a family reunion staple. I didn't know what you were talking about, I but know. it works for me. You, just because you didn't have family reunions on the first weekend of August at Lake Murray State Park in Oklahoma, where you were so hot you could absolutely scream, and under this shelter on a concrete slab, <laughs> you, were, good. you were shoving sheet cakes in your mouth. Nice. Our family <laughs> reunions were basically Passover on West 27th Street with like 18 old aunts and cousins I never even knew existed. Well, that was ours. Everybody sitting around in folding chairs. All the old ladies and old men sitting around in folding chairs shoving sheet cakes in there. We had air conditioning on West 27th Street. Yeah, not at Lake Murray. Okay. (laughs) We have set the oven to 350. (laughs) 
I have sprayed with baking spray an 18 by 13 pan. An 18 by 13. And let's talk about this because, you know, you could butter and flour it. You could, but if you're going to butter and flour it, you'll probably just take a whole stick of butter to try and butter it and you'll probably use half of it. Yeah, don't forget. This isn't an eight inch square pan. This is giant format baking. This is going to easily serve 24. I take sheet cakes just like this ones from the book to my book groups that I lead and I can easily what serve 30 32 oh, yeah. Adam 24 you can easily you can even serve 8 if they're hungry oh whoa <laughs> just eight. whoa you could even have it yourself after a breakup not with me of course uh, oh. with some other person would break up with somebody mm-hmm. else you know some people have champagne and caviar after <laughs> breakups so <laughs> Nice. So whatever. So in the stand uh-huh. mixer with the paddle, we are putting two sticks plus two tablespoons of butter. All right, let's back up. Two sticks plus two tablespoons equals, right? 18 it's tablespoons. 18 tablespoons or one cup plus two tablespoons of butter. That's true. If you yeah. buy your butter in giant vats. <laughs> it's I don't think it comes that way. One oh. You, you don't know about America. That's whipped butter. You no, I'm not speaking about whipped butter. butter. I'm not speaking about whipped butter. Butter in vats. Mm-hmm. Real butter, so, not fake butter. I'll cu- totally. Excellent. A cup plus... You, you never know when you want to bathe. <laughs> um, two, a One cup plus two tablespoons of butter. We got one and a three quarter cups of white sugar. That's granulated white sugar. And one and three quarter cups plus two tablespoons of packed dark brown sugar. And let me go back to that butter one more time. I know I'm a, I just can't get off butter. <laughs> Use unsalted butter. Oh, always. It is the baking standard. Do not let other people put inferior quality salt into your baked We're goods. We're going to be putting, and it also, it, it, it masks the taste of bad butter. We're going to be putting salt in later. So this is going, and we're going to cream this. We want this to be light and fluffy. It's okay this, if this butter... This butter doesn't have to be at room temperature, but no. it also doesn't necessarily have to be cold out of the refrigerator. No, but cool butter is great in these mixers because it will hold air. It'll give you a nice body in your cake. And this is going to take about three to five minutes for this to get to the right consistency. Creaming, you cannot shortcut the creaming step. No, you can't. So while it's creaming... Let's talk about something else. Well, first of all, let's talk about why the <laughs> eggs and the egg, why the eggs and the egg white that are going to go into it are at room temperature. Yeah, that's really important. Because if you take a cold egg and you crack that into this now whipped up smooth butter, right. that cold is going to seize the butter up and it's going to get into little chunks and pieces and ruin your entire cleaning process. And as I always say, cold egg, the proteins in cold eggs are clumped up. It's just like if you come to New England and stay with us and you go outside on a winter day, you're going to hunker down and pull your shoulders in and try to preserve your core heat. All your proteins are going to get clumped up. In the same way, eggs are, well, in a slightly different way, egg proteins are tight when they're cold. And by letting the eggs come to room temperature, they elongate and build better structure they in do. the batters. But the temperature itself will not shock that butter and make the butter clump up. No. So, and then we're going to be putting in vanilla. And please use real vanilla. Don't use fake vanilla. The taste is not the same. Okay, but we're not there. We're not there yet, but we're talking about it. But we are going to mix our dry ingredients while we're waiting. Yeah, I know. But before we get to that, I want to say something about sheet cakes and slab pies. Not, Go ahead. Not Here's only, your soapbox. And yeah, not only do are they large format servings, but you have to have a lot of ingredients to make these things, yeah, right? These things are not made with a half a cup of flour and, you know, half a stick of butter. This one's going to have three and two-thirds cup flour. Right. And uh, there are some recipes in the book, and I remember writing these, that used 
five sticks of butter for the recipe. That's insane. Mm, pound and a quarter of butter. <laughs> That's insane. But nonetheless, don't forget that you're making these for... If you're going to make this blondie sheet cake, you're going to make it for family reunions, for huge family Or for a breakup, and you deserve a pound Stop and a quarter of butter. Stop it with that. You're, you're making this thing for crowds. So just be warned... That often you can't make. This sounds funny, but you I know it's counterintuitive and it's not what food writers are supposed to say in the modern world. But often you can't make these recipes out of the pantry. You might think you have enough ingredients, but you have to check. Double check. That's a great idea because you'll go to put the flour in while your butter and sugar are creaming. And you realize, I don't have three and two-thirds cups flour left. That's right. I have three cups left. Oh, and, and wait till we get till it needs two and a third cups of chocolate chips in this thing. And two and a third cups of nuts. And if you That's really didn't, and if you don't like nuts or someone's allergic, then you can use all chocolate chips, and you're going to end up needing four and two thirds cups of chocolate That's chips. That's a lot, a lot of, of ingredients. So in the sheet cake, this is my warning of slab pies and sheet cakes. You have to check your pantry. Sure, you, it's just crucial. Okay, so, so now, now we're going to mix our dry ingredients. So I'm going to put together three and two thirds cup all-purpose flour. One and a quarter teaspoons of baking powder and a half a teaspoon of salt. Right. While I do it, explain why I'm doing this. Well, you're doing this so that the leavening, that baking powder, is even throughout the mixture so you get an even rise across your cake. If When you make cakes, especially sheet cakes, because right, we're talking a landscape of cake. <laughs> we're talking this giant yard of cake that you're about to make across the pan. And sometimes one end could be higher than the other. There could be bumps in the middle. And mostly the problem there... Well, there's two problems. Either your sheet pan wasn't flat, but mostly the problem is that the the leavening wasn't even throughout, and so one part raised up more than the other. And you should say this about sheet cakes since I brought it up, right? You should have a flat sheet pan. Yeah, if your sheet pan is warped or if it's really old and sinks in the middle yeah, like your mattress, oh, then you want... been using it to bash your kids on the head. <laughs> the mattress? <laughs> well, the sheet pan, maybe the mattress, sure. Then you want to buy a new one. And go out and get yourself a new uh, 18 by 13. You can get them anywhere. You can get them at Bed Bath & Beyond. You can get them on Amazon. You can get them Williams-Sonoma. Okay, so here we go. Three whole eggs and the one egg white all in at once. Blop. It's all in there, right? And we're going to let that beat in. I know sometimes everyone says, I put them in one at a time. You know something? If you have creamed your butter and sugar well enough, and if those eggs are at room temperature, you can get away with dumping them in all at once. It, I also think, and I think this, because we write a lot where the, re- the egg's going on at mm-hmm. one. I think it has to do with the delicacy of the cake. Yeah, cream. we're not making this genoise. Right? No, no, Genoese, no. as they say in Britain. Right, we are making an extraordinarily dense mm-hmm. blondie cake. So it's in, now it goes in the vanilla. That's a tablespoon of vanilla. Yep. For gosh sake, don't use imitation vanilla. I already told them that. Use, oh, you did? Good. I wasn't listening. <laughs> so use the thing and that's it so story now, of my life I think I'm going to eat this whole thing myself <laughs> I think I'm going to have champagne caviar <laughs> so here go the dry ingredients now uh, 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 before we put it in we got to turn the mixer off there you go because otherwise we'll have a rain of snow in the kitchen uh, and a rain of snow isn't that nice and I, now we're going to turn a, there's it there's a reason I'm the writer in this now team. we're going to turn it back a on and mix it in I'm not done for it a rain of snow this is a thick almost cookie dough like that rain of snow I'm not letting it go. Don't let it go. Because now that the flour is being mixed in, I'm dumping in the chocolate chips, and I'm dumping in the pecans. I'm letting the mixer work to blend those in. You can hear how hard it's working. And that's it. But now... Rain of snow. <laughs> I'm still not over it. 
Okay, so let me say this. We've turned it off and we're ready to go. But um, you heard the mixer maybe buck a bit or work very hard. This is super, super dense cake and batter. And to get this into that prepared sheet pan, we're going to have to do a couple steps. We're going to have to A... Dot it around the pan in many. Don't dump it in the middle. Dot it all around this big pan, and then you're going to have to work with your fingers. Because this is not a pourable cake batter. This is a the cookie dough. This right. is actually very much like a chocolate chip cookie dough. And if you pile it in the middle of the pan, yeah. you are hopeless. So I'm using my hands to spread it all out and pat it all down Let me and add make it all cleaned mean. and dried fingers. You can also buy surgical gloves, latex gloves. Ew. Oh, sounds now it suddenly got like some HBO weird S and M show. Um. <laughs> That's what happens when you're hitting your kid with the mattress. <laughs> And eating champagne and caviar. Okay, so now we're going to bake this for 25 minutes. And a toothpick, it's going to be hard. A toothpick's going to have a few moist crumbs. It's probably going to have some melted chocolate on it. It's going to be a little hard to really judge with a toothpick, but do well, it anyway. you can do it. Listen, if you stick the toothpick in a couple places, you can different find... Different toothpicks in different places. Right, you can find a place where there's you didn't hit a chocolate chip yeah. and you can pull it out and again a few moist crumbs you don't want to overbake this thing rather underbake it than overbake it because a chewy gooey chocolate chip cookie cake which is really what this is is better than a dried out one okay so now we're gonna have to bake it 25 minutes and we're gonna take a break because it's gonna have to totally cool to room temperature on a wire rack for about two hours so we'll be back so the cake came out it cooled and we made a glaze and here's how we made the glaze all right here in we a go. small pan I melted six more tablespoons of butter. Because there can never be too much butter. And I melted that with three quarters well, of a cup of maple why syrup. Why don't we all just love cows? Because they give us butter, right? We do love cows. They also give us tenderloin. More importantly, they give us butter. Go ahead. So I mixed the six tablespoons of melted butter in the pan with three quarters of a cup of maple syrup. You used real vanilla, use real maple syrup. Oh, no gosh. pancake syrup. Oh, gosh. Now, wait, let me back up. Three quarters of a cup of maple syrup is pricey. Um, no doubt about it. It's pricey in New England. It's pricier elsewhere out of New England. But there's one way around this, and it's not by cheating, not by using imitation maple syrup, but if you look for grade B or in the new guidelines, grade, dark. It's just yeah, dark. It's, it's dark, robust flavor yeah. in the new guidelines. Yeah. If you slightly look, cheaper. Yeah, it is slightly cheaper. It used to be said that grade B was for baking, and I, I want to tell you honestly, I like grade B on pancakes because I like that really robust flavor. So mix that with the butter and they're going to mix in three cups of confectioner's sugar and whisk that until it dissolves. Drizzle that over the cooled cake and then let it set about 20 minutes till this icing, till the glaze firms up. We cut it and we are going to taste some of this now. At, wow, you went fast. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, mm. Oh, my pancreas is so happy. <laughs> Mm, mm, mm. Sure, those eyelets of Langerham, they're just, well, they're just mm, open mm, wide, mm, those little mm, eyelets. Um, mm, mm, mm. It, it is really, really chewy dense. and chewy. It's chewy. The maple glaze is super sweet. Oh, look at my fingers. I know. And it's way chocolatey. As Bruce said in the earlier part of the podcast, if you don't want to put two and a third cups of chopped pecans, and listen, you can use walnuts too, but if you don't want to use the nuts at all, you then want to double the chocolate chips. Okay, you don't have to have put four and two-thirds cups, yeah, but at least four cups. Yep. Let's just call it four cups. And let me say this. Please, please, please do not use 
fake peanut butter chips or fake white chocolate chips. Get some real mm. dark chocolate. You're rubbing it on your gums. What is it like? Cookie crack? Mm. <laughs> it is, right? Like I, I like I've like sort of cocaine and now I'm rubbing it inside my mouth. I don't know what's wrong with me. Uh, uh, there's so many things. Maybe I just need champagne and caviar. But um so it's maybe I'm maybe I'm still about raining snow. <laughs> And I'm still so disturbed that I have got some kind of synesthetic response going on. Uh, anyway, um, I'm going to let go of the raining snow sometime next week. Well, make this fabulous blondie sheet cake with maple syrup for your next gathering or your next breakup. And listen in to <laughs> Cooking with Bruce and Mark every week for some fantastic recipes. We make them for you. You hear about them. Hopefully you have a laugh or two. And you can find them at our website, BruceandMark.com. And you can find this podcast on lots of platforms, on iHeartRadio, on Stitcher, on iTunes. It's even on its own. You can subscribe to it in any of those places, and you can rate it in any of those places. And we love you, and you should love us. So that's about all I got to say, right? So just make the Blondie Sheet Cake and uh, come back.